Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello everyone and welcome to the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Davis Maddock. You guys can find me on Twitter at Davis Maddock. This is, as always, our Tuesday morning waiver wire show. We go through the best quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end ads in fantasy football. It's a pretty thin week, obviously headlined by a tight end, which is always pretty weird with Isaiah Likely. Just a quick reminder, if your team is good, if you are not worried about winning this week or next week to get into the fantasy football playoffs, you need to be optimizing your bench for the fantasy football playoffs. That means you need to be adding backup running backs. You know, for example, Zach Charbonnet, if he's out there in any league this week, great ad. But if he had been out there in your league before, you could have already had him. Ty Chandler, same deal. This is uh, the time to start optimizing your bench with lots of high upside guys. You know, kind of your your Tyler Boyds and your Tanner Hudsons can be left on the waivers for really good teams. If you are fighting to get in, you maybe can't afford to keep Dearness Johnson. Maybe you can't afford to keep Ty Chandler. Anyone who is not a starting level player for you needs to be sacrificed in order to get the maximum amount of points. That would also go for fab dollars. You know, for example, you might have the option this week of adding Ty Chandler, but you might not have a good defense. You might need to add the Denver Broncos. You might need to add the New England Patriots. So I think that you know, the further we get into the season, the more specific things are going to be for your actual roster. So just keep that in mind. Let's go ahead and begin with quarterbacks. I'm actually going to go against the grain here. I'm going Jameis Winston as the number one waiver wire ad at quarterback this week. Derek Carr is still in the concussion protocol as of Tuesday morning, not expecting him to play. Jameis Winston, you guys know what Jameis Winston does. He is a straight gunslinger. He is going to throw the ball deep down the field. I think he's got a higher ceiling than Gardner Minshew and Jordan Love, who are the other two top streaming quarterbacks. Now, Minshew, pretty interesting. Jared Goff smashed against them. Josh Allen, CJ Stroud, and Brock Purdy all smashed against them. I think Minshew, you know, he leads the league other than Sam Howell in dropbacks per game. The Colts play very fast. I think Minshew is a pretty strong add. And then we have Jordan Love as well. Uh, he was quarterback nine last week against the Chargers. Don't think he's a super high ceiling play, but I think he's fine. Then, you know, Matthew Stafford, sure. The last guy, I mean, I've talked about him a ton here, but I think that Malik Cunningham is going to be starting for the Patriots this weekend. I think he's going to really struggle as a passer. I don't think that he'll struggle at all as a runner. I think he's going to be a very good runner. I think he will be better than, for example, what we saw from Malik Willis last season for the Titans. Moving to running back, Zach, uh, Zach Charbonnet's out there. You're spending 100% of your fab on him. Whatever you've got, put it in the chamber and spend it on Charbonnet. 
Seattle has this miserable schedule. I don't care. Charbonnet is going to get, you know, 14 to 18 rushes per game, four to seven targets per game, going to get all the goal line touches over DJ Dallas. I expect Walker definitely to miss this week, maybe even miss the rest of the season. Uh, the, the way Pete Carroll explained it was that he's got a legit oblique injury. I think Charbonnet is going to be the best waiver wire at it running back in any league where he is available. Ty Chandler, I mentioned him on the show each of the last two weeks. I've actually probably mentioned him a ton. He ran super well, 7.3 yards per carry. Madison fumbled against the Broncos, did not get benched for that fumble, but I think it's pretty clear that the Vikings don't want Madison to be, you know, 100% of the workload. And Chandler, I mean, he's just he's just explosive. I mean, I just think he is a good professional running back. I think he'll have plenty of opportunities over the rest of the season. Uh, I'm adding him a lot. I think you can spend 30, 40% of your remaining fab on him. Dearness Johnson is my favorite pickup of the week. Doug Peterson said he has been quote-unquote mindful of the wear and tear on Travis Etienne. He has had 57% and 50% of the Jacksonville backfield touches in their last two games. Tank Bigsby, uh, he's just getting benched. I mean, Bigsby is just getting benched. Dearness Johnson is ahead of him. I don't think Dearness Johnson's that good, but he could kind of be a low-end flex starter in this role in kind of blowout scripts, and he's clearly the handcuff that you want to have in Jacksonville now. Both of the Dolphins' backup running backs, Jeff Wilson Jr. and Savan Ahmed, need to be added. Now, Savan Ahmed is uh, injured. He suffered a, a quote. He's listed as a head injury. We'll see what that ends up meaning. So if Jeff Wilson, if he got dropped in any of your leagues, I think he needs to be picked up. I think Ahmed needs to be picked up as well because, like, A-Chain could go back to the injured reserve pretty pretty clearly. Uh, if Roshan Johnson got dropped in your league, Dante Foreman got uh, another ankle injury. We'll see if he's able to come back. And then Patrick Taylor, I think, is going to be the second running back for the Packers on Thursday night because Aaron Jones is going to be out and Emmanuel Wilson is injured as well. Moving to wide receiver, number one out of the week, going to be Tutu Atwell. Cooper Cuff suffered a quote-unquote low ankle sprain against the Seahawks. Given the state of the Rams season, honestly, I'm unsure when and if Cup will even return from that injury. Atwell is basically a 100% route share player, especially when Cup is out. And he's also their only vertical threat, which I think is pretty valuable just because Atwell's good games like do include 70-yard touchdowns, and that's pretty valuable for fantasy football. I think you can spend 5 to 10% on him. Jaden Reed got dropped in your league. He's just been awesome for the Packers the last two weeks. I think he is a, a pretty strong start this week. If Jameson Williams got dropped in your league, he's got his uh, season high in routes each of the last two weeks, scored a nice deep touchdown. I think he should be startable there on Thanksgiving. Greg Dorch has averaged over 13 PPR points per game in career games with over a 65% route share. He was a full-time player last week with Michael Wilson and Zach Pascal out. Now, if Wilson and Pascal are back, obviously you're you're not going to play him. So you kind of have to temper your expectations. But if Rondale gets injured, that is like, it's just going to be wheels up. With Kyler playing, I think Dorch can just kind of weakly project for 10 or 11 points. Uh, and honestly, I could see them just kind of either having Dorch you know, rotate in. Hollywood goes to the bench a little bit. Rondale goes to the bench a little bit. Or maybe they just move Rondale outside, which would be dumb, but coaches have done it in the past and then have Dorch be the slot guy. I think all of that is pretty interesting. And then obviously Rondale needs to be added as well. 
So Justin Watson had, uh, I believe it was 11 targets on Monday Night Football against the Eagles. Uh, I think that he's going to continue to play over MVS. Obviously still would have a tough time starting him, but he does probably need to be owned. A reminder on A.T. Perry, who we talked about last week, if he didn't get added in your league or got dropped over the Saints bye, I think he... I mean, he's basically going to be the deep threat on this team who's on the field all the time. Shahid is the primary deep threat, but Shahid is still a rotational player. Even after Michael Thomas got injured, Perry played more snaps than him. There's no guarantee on the targets. Like, I, I think he'd project for like four or five targets on a given week. But I do know that his huge wingspan, you know, his down the field stuff, that is who is going to flourish with Jameis. Uh, I prefer Atwell, Dorch, you know, Khalil Shakir, Demario Douglas. All of those guys are better ads, but I do think he should probably be, you should think about him in 12-teamers, and uh, yeah, Demario Douglas just, I mean, he probably did get dropped in a bunch of leagues last week. I, I think he, I think, I mean, I think he probably is a top 36 fantasy wide receiver. Uh, Khalil Shakir, I just mentioned him real quick. I mean, he's he's probably rostered in all your guys' leagues, but I mean, the, the dude is going to average like 13 points a game in this role. All the Ravens wide receivers, Odell, Bateman and Nelson Aguilar, they're all going to see increased snaps and increased targets. With Mark Andrews out, I don't think it'll be a one-for-one with Isaiah Likely, so they're all worth, I mean, look, how many times have we all added and dropped Rashad Bateman, but I guess that we can do it again. Probably wouldn't want to start any of them this upcoming week, but I'd like to see, I'd like to see sort of what the Ravens' plan is without him. Robert Woods, uh, I mean, if Robert Woods is like just going to get 10 points a game because that's how fucking good C.J. Stroud is. All right, the tight ends. So, Isaiah Likely, number one ad of the week. Um, yeah, he just is good when Mark Andrews doesn't play. I don't really care about the lack of results last week, uh, but last year when Mark Andrews was out, he had an 8-for-103 game and a 24-yard touchdown in the other game. Also worth mentioning, Odell Beckham is also banged up. I just, like, this is this is one where I don't care about the minutia. I don't care about looking at the game logs, really. I just know Isaiah Likely is going to run a ton of routes and in an offense that throws the tight end a lot. Also, don't hate spending $1 on Charlie Kalar, especially in tight end premium formats. I'd like, Kalar was a really good receiver at Iowa State. Um, in fact, the, uh, the Ravens actually drafted Kalar ahead of Isaiah Likely, but uh, yeah, just to take a look at Kalar's college stats, he had 23 receiving touchdowns, 2,181 yards. He did trail. Uh, he played on a crazy team his final year at Iowa State. He played with Brock Purdy, Brees Hall, Xavier Hutchinson, who is a Texan, like just, you know, like actual NFL players. He had 62 receptions, actually more touchdowns than Xavier Hutchinson. And then the year before, uh, he had 591 yards and seven touchdowns, like a legit receiving prospect playing with an NFL quarterback. So I, I think I, I'm pretty interested in him. You can spend a buck or two on him. Michael Mayer, I mean, he just plays every single down basically now over 80% of the snaps for each of their last four games. I think Meyer, kind of like McBride last year where McBride played a ton but was not very efficient, but you know, obviously we saw McBride access that efficiency this season. I think he needs to be owned in 12-teamers as well. And then finally, Tanner Hudson. Uh, I mean, look, the dude is just running. Uh, the dude is just running super hot with targets. Uh, he's got a 34% target per route run since week nine. Like, he he, he only plays about 35% of the snaps per game, but even Jake Browning was targeting him. I think he is worth a couple bucks as well. So that is going to be it for the waiver wire this week. As always, if you have any questions, 
feel free to drop me a line on Twitter. Make sure to check out sportsgrid.com. Watch SportsGrid, stay on the grid, and I'll be back with you guys next week. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.